Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ranch Ramblin' Podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm the cowboy gal behind the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I am so glad that you found us. And just a little bit about me and about the podcast. I am a ranch wife, a mom. I grew up loving all things cowboy. I'd go day work with my dad and I helped him start some colts at I mean, I, you know, I was like eight years old and I'd snub him as he was getting on some of the, some of the ranker ones. And, um, anyways, this, this cowboy and ranching way of life is just deeply ingrained in me. And I have such a passion for this lifestyle and an ever growing passion of helping people become their best version of who they're meant to be. And, uh, everybody is welcome here. This, um, even if you are not a, a cowgirl or ranch wife, you can be a cowgirl at heart and fit in here. So, um, I've even heard through the grapevine that husbands are listening to the podcast with their wives and really enjoying it. So I appreciate that. And if you're out there listening, thank you so much. Uh, anyways, my goal with this podcast is to create a, a community that inspires and supports and encourages other women um, to think big and take a chance on your dreams and, you know, make, take some action and make some things happen and, and um, share your story because your story might be the thing that breathes some life into somebody that hears it. And um, that's what I'm all about. So with that, I, what's got my thoughts working this week <laughs> is this quote, and I want to get it right and tell you um, exactly who posted it so they get credit. Um, Feet Tack on Facebook. No, on, yes, on Facebook. Anyways, it came across my feed and it says, average writers want to be left alone. Good writers want to be coached and great writers want to be told the truth. That seems like a really simple statement, right? But I got to thinking about that and how that fits with with life, right? And and if you're here, you know there's a lot of parallels between horses and life, and that's one of my very favorite things. But like when you think about that and the different ways that that pertains to different aspects of your life, like isn't that so true? And it's kind of a journey. And so if you're maybe not, if, if you're not in a place where you want to be told the truth about your, your writing, um, then that's fine because it's all a journey. You have to start, you know, somewhere and, and grow or else there is no growth. So, um, anyways, I just got thinking about how that, you know, relates to different things that we're doing and, you know, business wise or, or if it's a skill or, something that we're working on, how do we handle feedback, right? And do we kind of put our blinders on and act like we know the way and our way is the way and there is no other way? While in reality, we're struggling, right? Do we, you know, accept some help here and there, some maybe polite critiquing because you're kind of middle of the road or are you like, Hey, no, give this to me straight. And 
like I say, it doesn't matter where you're at on that scale. <clears throat> the what matters is, are you willing to start your growth? You know, are you willing to open your mind up to becoming better, becoming more, you know, accepting that growth as a person. And as I think about different, different times in my life, um, for example, I'm, I'm going to share this. I'm getting a little vulnerable here, you guys, <laughs> but I'm going to share this story. Uh, so, okay. So like I said in my introduction a little bit earlier, I grew up and I did a lot of cowboy things from a very early age. And we did, uh, you know, we rode, I watched my dad ride a lot of bad horses. I started my first colt when I was 11 and his name was Blaze and I had him going for about 90 days and I got my colt named Charlie. And if you're around here for very long, you're going to hear a lot about Charlie because he taught me a lot. But growing up, I did work with a lot of, of people in the ranching industry. I rode quite a few horses. That was my job in high school. I, I would start client horses, same thing in college. I'd start client horses and, and then obviously day working and stuff. We, we would rope, we'd drag, we'd, you know, something would run off. We'd go rope it, whatever that was. I felt no, I, I knew I wasn't the best and I loved learning and I was good at learning um, things in relation to like my horsemanship. Okay. I would, I, I would love to ride with people and watch videos and do this kind of stuff. Well, interesting thing. And I rodeoed through high school. I dabbled in team roping in high school, but what I did was I breakaway roped and goat tied. Um, and those were, that was my thing. I, like I said, I team rope if, you know, a friend and I decided to rope or whatever. Um, but I didn't, I didn't team rope. I didn't really know anybody that team roped. My time was spent roping calves. And, um, anyway, so fast forward college and whatnot else. And I met Timmy and we went to Buckeye, Arizona and Timmy, for reference, you guys, my husband, he's, um, he's a six plus header Bef about this time that he met me. That's what he had done previously for the, the, um, I'm thinking my years right here for about five years before he met me. That's what he, he was exclusively riding rope horses <laughs> and starting them, training them, all that kind of stuff. And he um, and the group of people that he worked with, that's all they did. They would rope and ride. And on any given day, there's 15 to 20 horses saddled for them to to work. And and so that was what they did. And um, he was he's very very good at it. I've I love the way that he handles a head horse. Um, anyway, so all of this in perspective. I go with him to Buckeye where we are working at the equestrian facility and it was part of our responsibilities to run and manage the um, on-property practices. 
And so, I, I mean, I loved roping. It was super fun. There was some nice horses I got to ride. But here's the kicker. I was very insecure with my team roping skills. I did not know how to handle a steer properly, other than how you would on the ranch, right? But there's a big difference in pasture roping and arena roping. There's a lot of similarities too. But when you're fine tuning and splitting hairs, there's some things you do a little bit differently, right? So I start roping and let me tell you something. I was so insecure about all of this. I'm like, I don't even want to rope, <laughs> right? It got, it was, it was that bad where I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really like this? Like, do I really like this? Because there was so much I needed to work on for myself, for my horse. And thankfully, uh, Timmy was one of my very first mentors in positive mindset. And um, he was like, hey, he's like, you know, you got to start somewhere. And he's like, you're, you know, you're doing good. Like, we're just, anyways, I, he helped me get out of that headspace and get into the, no, tell me, what did I do? Headspace. And I loved that because that's when my growth came. And, um, that was such a fun, like learning experience for me because I then got to exercise and ride quite a few horses and work on myself and, and see my skills improving, you know, week to week. And the difference was my mindset, not like, Oh gosh, I'm so, you know, I'm so new at this. I've never done this before, but I can rope. I can rope. You know, I'm a cowboy. I can rope. Yeah, I could rope, but like, I wanted to be good. I didn't want to just stick it on one and fumble out there in the arena. Right. So when I had that mindset shift to be like, no, tell me, you know, there's a couple of things that were uh, kind of hard habits to break for me that I remember getting really frustrated. Cause I'm like, no, I feel like my elbow is up. <laughs> right. But then you watch the video and it's like, Oh nope, totally dropped the elbow or, you know, Oh yeah. didn't follow through or, you know, geez Louise, like, where are my feet? Like in this run kind of a deal. And I just think that that's such a valuable lesson in life. And that's a silly kind of simple story that I share with you there. Um, but all it takes is the decision to grow. It's that decision that you're, you want something bigger. You want something better and knowing and believing that you're capable of doing that thing. And when you surround yourself with people that get you out of your comfort zone, that lift you up, but that are brutally honest, that's when the growth happens. And you, once you're okay with that, everything clicks a lot faster. Um, in the meanwhile, like I said, it doesn't matter where you are on your journey. Um, what matters is, are you taking action to change where you are? And I just, that's been so cool in a lot of different areas of my life. And it's funny because you learn this lesson in one area and then a different situation and set of circumstances pops up and it feels like you have to relearn it, right? It's, it's the same, same concept. You've got a colt that he's been doing really good at the round pin. You take him outside and all of a sudden he doesn't know how to do any of the things he's been really good at, right? Or, or you go to a, 
you know, a different pin and, and your green horse is kind of like, what the heck? I forgot how to stop, you know, different things like that. And it's just practice and use and experience. And it applies to both the horses and us. That's what's so cool. So I love this life, you guys. I love what's happening here on the podcast. I am so thankful for the people that I'm meeting and that I'm getting to introduce to each other. And for this community that's just growing and building. And I'm just so excited to see the growth that happens for all of us here in the future. And I thank you again for being here. If you liked this episode, please um, share the podcast. Be sure you're subscribed to the channel. And if you really loved it, please leave a review. I appreciate all of the support, all the shares, all the listens. You guys are awesome. You're part of my story and I appreciate you for being here. And with that, don't you dare cut your dallies on that dream, y'all.